When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. The Limit Does Not Exist is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Christina Wallace. And I'm Kate Scott Campbell. We're here to help you follow your curiosity, celebrate your individuality, and embrace the and, not the or. So you can turn everything you love into a custom-built career that's as unique and dynamic as you are. If you feel that one path may not be your only path, and you call yourself a human Venn diagram, then you are in the right place. Because when it comes to pursuing your passions, we believe the limit does not exist. Step inside our virtual office. Have a seat, or better yet, jump on the trampoline. Wait, there's a trampoline? 
Yep, it's right between the hammock and the telescope. I did a rough sketch. Uh, okay, let, let's look at that later. Okay. Welcome to Office Hours, a new kind of episode in which we tackle your big questions and common human Venn diagram challenges. Today we're talking about what to do when you feel overwhelmed by decisions, work, feelings, social media, the news, or everything all at once. We'll discuss how to let overwhelm be a map rather than a roadblock and share concrete ways to overcome it. So let's jump in, shall we? Are you trying to make that a trampoline reference, Kate? Yes. No. Okay. So we're going to kick off office hours by talking about overwhelm. Christina, I have to tell you that even thinking about talking about overwhelm is overwhelming. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there, <laughs> which is really meta and so perfect of overwhelm to feel that way. <laughs> In order to kind of scratch the surface of this very common topic that we've gotten a lot of questions around, um, we decided to just kind of go to Google first and get a working definition here. And by the way, when you Google overwhelm, you will likely land on a heated internet debate about <laughs> is overwhelm even a noun or is it just a verb? And I love that there's this overwhelming questioning around the term itself. <laughs> Again, so perfect. So what's for the answer, Kate? Can it be a noun? So yes, it can and indeed has been according to the Oxford English Dictionary since at least 1596. Okay. So yeah, I think we're good to call it a noun. I, I think that's a pretty pretty <laughs> solid answer there. So what does it mean? So Googling overwhelm brings up definitions like to bury or drown beneath a huge mass, <laughs> to <laughs> defeat completely, to overcome emotionally. There's one writer on the internet who put it as this, to feel overwhelm in one's life is exactly the sensation that many of us experience just before we shut down, break down, blow up, or blow off our responsibilities. So no small feeling. No small feeling. No, by definition, overwhelm is dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I love these definitions because, Christina, I don't know about you, but when I feel overwhelmed, it feels really dramatic. It feels like this burying or drowning sensation. It feels like a whirlwind that I'm trying to wade myself out of. Mm -hmm. It feels like it so quickly can stop me in my tracks. Mm. It's interesting that you say dramatic because actually overwhelm, especially the noun form of it, is something that I came across in a play called Natural Shocks by Lauren Gunderson, ah, who has been on yes. our show. Um, she has this, this theme of a tornado in this play, and she keeps using this word overwhelm, not overwhelming, but the noun, an overwhelm, this overwhelm. And there's this great line that says, Sometimes you do everything right and you just can't stop the overwhelm, the flood, the wind, the game of chance. That certainly feels dramatic and it feels, you know, that moment of I don't know where to begin. There's too much to do. I am paralyzed. And, you know, I, I can't help but think about the state of the world and everything surrounding us, the, the pace of news. All of these things can feel overwhelming outside of us. And then you layer on kind of all the things that that you're personally dealing with, professionally, all of those things. It is amazing that, I don't know, that we don't feel overwhelmed 
every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it can it can really kind of make you feel like you're in over your head. Christina, I love that point because I do feel like it's almost like there's these two parallel slippery slopes into overwhelm a personal slippery slope, and then this global slope, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you said, there's the endless scroll, the news feed, the ever-present social media, right? And then when you're someone who has a lot of projects going on and you're really curious about a lot of things, there's so much personal potential for overwhelm too. And for me, Overwhelm is a very common feeling for me. I mean, Christina, I have to tell you, I think for so much of my life, particularly my adult life, my thermostat has been set squarely to overwhelm. <laughs> In fact, you like know, I've gotten realized, used to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think I realized until quite recently that my life didn't always have to feel overwhelming. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, like, that doesn't have to be my natural state. And it can show up from everything to my workload, to how much laundry I have to do, <laughs> to emotions that I'm going through. But I'd say one of the biggest ways that it shows up for me is in making decisions. And I think that really what that's tied to is this relationship between me and my intuition, right? As someone who has like self-proclaimed people pleaser for so much of my life, like the overwhelm that I'll feel around decisions often comes down to my ability to get really in tune with what is right for me. What about you, Christina? How does it show up for you? I mean, I, I definitely have these moments, especially when I list out everything that I've committed to. There's, you know, these cycles. I think you, you probably feel them too, where, you know, you might be ending a project or things are kind of naturally winding down. And all of a sudden there's this panic of, will I ever have any new projects ever again? And, and so then I start saying yes to everything under the assumption that maybe not everything will pan out, but always there's more panning out than I have time for. And then we get back into this crunch phase, right? And so I think learning these cycles and observing kind of my patterns of decisions <laughs> over the years is something that gives me the opportunity with maybe a little bit of 2020 hindsight to say, oh, this doesn't have to be something that constantly comes back to your point of like thermostat being set to overwhelm. This is something that I, I do actually have some control over. It's an expression of fear, I think, like perfectionism or some forms of procrastination. Giving into the overwhelm gives it authority. And you can decide that you can find your way out of that tornado, but it takes action. It takes steps as opposed to sort of sitting in it and letting it wash over you and allowing yourself to be paralyzed. The good news is you can break this habit. Totally. That you don't have to be subject to the overwhelming momentum of overwhelm. <laughs> Instead, it can really act as this map, right, to figure out what it's really trying to tell you and then to take steps, like you said, of action, no matter how small. And the great news is, as human Venn diagrams, we are really built to problem solve in this way and to sort of break the norm of this overwhelm. So we're going to talk about some of those steps by bringing in a listener to talk with us.
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot so joining us today, we have Ekshitha, who's a senior undergrad student at the University of California, Irvine, where she's pursuing a double major in informatics and cognitive sciences with a specialization in human-computer interaction. She's also an international student from Mumbai. So Ekshitha, what's your question for us? Yeah, so a little bit of background. Given my dichotomous academic subject, I juggle with projects across 
various topics, like coding, UX design, human research, like pretty much every day. So very often before I start a new project, you know, for classes or just side projects, I have this tendency to feel overwhelmed, even though I know I can do it. And like, I'm excited about learning, but at the same time, you know, there's that overpowering feeling of being overwhelmed. So I noticed that it's not even the project itself. It's like other factors related to it, like deadlines or other projects that I'm also working on or fear that I won't be able to do it to the best of my ability and um, wanting to like reach the standards that I created for myself. So my question is, how do you beat that feeling of overwhelm and just get to it? You know, Ikshita, I'm curious when you do feel those feelings of overwhelm and you broke it down so beautifully of feeling like you're not good enough, fear that you won't be able to do it to the best of your ability. What, like, what happens? Do you find yourself just feeling overall paralyzed? Do you stop? Do you procrastinate? Do you panic? Like, how does it show up? Yeah, it it varies. Sometimes I'll procrastinate, just like sit on it, just think too much, and I'll take time to actually come to it and do it. Or it's like, if I have 10 things to do, I'm just like on and off each of those, and I'm mm-hmm. not getting anything done. I mean, the switching costs, especially between lots of different things, I feel like sometimes... It's an easy way to feel like you're being active, like you're doing work, but really you're just kind of like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Um, And and so sometimes, like, especially when you're juggling lots of different projects, instead of kind of bouncing back and forth between them, just be like, is this one still alive? Is that one still going on? Okay, I've got whatever, right? Like, to allow yourself a little bit of that time to say, I'm just going to focus, for 30 minutes mm-hmm. or an hour, I'm, I'm going to choose to kind of get started on this new project that, that I know I need to kind of get off the ground. And that maybe those first steps are not, you know, sketching out the whole of this giant project that you have to get done. But it's just sort of a what I call a kind of the critical path, which is like, mm-hmm. okay, wh- what do I have to get done by when? And which things are dependent on other inputs? Maybe this is a group project, or maybe I have to do some research and there are books I have to get from a different library and I have to put in a request and that takes some time. Whatever that is, it's sort of like map out from here to the finish line, which things could, you know, affect my ability to do the next steps and kind of back solve Okay, well, when do I have to get them done by in order to make it possible to get from here to there? And then once you have that critical path mapped out, take a break, breathe. <laughs> it's like you, you don't have to do it all right this second, but just have that kind of roadmap of do I understand how to get from here to there and where are the possible places along the way that could get complicated and now I know what that looks like, you know? Mm-hmm. I think too, Akshitha, 
What I love about your question is that I love that you know that you can do the mm-hmm. projects, right? Like, you know that it's not about the project itself that causes a feeling. And it sounds like you're already really aware of these different types of feelings that come up, these different little hurdles, right? Maybe some feel bigger than little, but you're you're aware of these hurdles. So I think it's also, you know, knowing how you work and and also when you work best. Like, for example, maybe there's a certain kind of project that you're like, you know, by the time I get to that in the afternoon, like I just don't have the capacity for it. Mm-hmm. So I know that's one that I'm going to always want to kind of do maybe early in the morning, right? Or, or to say, like, this project, if, the, if this is a project that, like, really requires my deep creativity, maybe I'm not going to hit the ground running as soon as I start working on it in the time that I blocked out in my calendar. Maybe I'm going to have, like, the first – I experience this a lot – the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes – or longer, an hour. You know, I think Shonda Rhimes talks about in her book that she has to do, like, all of the list of things that she has to do in order to be able to get to the idea that she wants to write about. And so also, like, really respect your process and maybe use this as a, as a learning tool for how do you work, you know, what do you need to work best, and, and really honor that. If it's your own project and not for an assignment? Like, do you really need to build an accountability for yourself, whether that's just on your own calendar or with a friend or a colleague or you call in a teacher to help or whatever? The part you mentioned about accountability, like, I think that's kind of hard to create when you're doing your personal project. When there's someone associated with it, it's It's like, you don't have a choice. You know, I know for me, for example, if I know there's a personal project I really want to make, I will always ask myself, how can I engage others to help me have that accountability, whether it's announcing it on my social media that it's happening by a certain date, which I have totally done before, uh, without even thinking about the reality of that timeline. The video is math brain. I was I just, that I, I was, was doing about it. to say that this was totally a math brain story. <laughs> I mean, actually, that I wanted to make this video called Math Brain by Pi Day. I announced two months before that it was happening. I didn't have a team, money, or a script. But there was something in me that knew I needed to make it. So I just threw myself out publicly like that. Now, you don't always have to do that either. You know, another example would be, okay, I know I want to do art more. How could you engage some friends and members of your community? Do you have a Monday night art night in a living room where you all just hang out and make some art together or once a month? Or, you know, how can you start to engage in sort of not just formalize, but like make it fun. I have a writing partner and on Sunday night, we send each other an email that's just like, here's how many words I wrote last week. And um, and then every couple of weeks, we swap pieces that we're working on and give each other thoughts or comments or we might hop on a phone and talk through something we're stuck with. But it was that realization that neither of us had a deadline or a boss or a grade or a dollar amount attached to this work that would ever uh-huh. help us prioritize it. But it mattered to both of us. And so the one way to do it was I feel like I owe her something and I I make sure to get that work done. Now, am I perfect every week? No. But knowing that I have that rhythm helps me make a little bit of progress, even if it's just a couple hundred words. I can see that working. 
I should, I should bring my roommate on. Also, I just want to speak to what you said about overwhelm will bring up feelings of not being able to do it, right? Not being able to do my best, not being good enough. And so, you know, I, I know that so well. And so I've just started to use the opportunities of overwhelm to really listen to the stuff that my mind is just like throwing at me, you know, and to really say like, is that valid? Like, why is that? Why am I going there? Is that valid? And the answer is no, right? And so I'd say most of the time, if not all. And so then to say, all right, what do I know is true about me? I know I'm a person with many interests. Well, that's great. So naturally, I am going to do a lot of stuff. That's awesome. I'm someone who wants to make things and be engaged in the world. Great. Have I felt this way before and figured a way out of it? Yeah. Can I do that again? Absolutely. The question always comes back to me is like, is this self-flagellation useful? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because often in these moments, you're sort of like, you know, oh, I can't do this. I'm not, I, I don't know what to do next. I should never have agreed to this. I'm never going to get it done in time. I'm a terrible person. You know, just spirals. Yes. Yeah. The, the monologues like, sound familiar. All of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I think negative self talk. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. And it's that moment where you have to stop the monologue and say, is this useful? Is it motivating mm. me to do my best work, to sleep well, to take care of myself, to be happy? All of those things matter, believe it or not. It's not just about achievement. <laughs> Still learning that lesson too. Um, if, this, if this monologue is not helping me, if it's only ripping me down or, or, you know, making me feel paralyzed, then I just need to tell it to shut up and reprogram what that monologue is. And if it has to be something super corny, like I'm smart enough and strong enough to figure it out, then you say that as many times as you need to to take your next step. Well, right. And I would also say, you know, patience, patience and time. Certainly in school, and I would just say living in the world as a person, like there is a general direction towards overwhelm and malaise. Like it's easy to pick it up, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, and you see it happening all around you. Overwhelm loves drama. (laughs) Yeah, it loves to be dramatic. It loves to catastrophize. It loves to turn little things into huge disasters, right? Yeah, and that's when you go like, okay, I get it. You think that this is helpful. Strange little voice who maybe I'll name Gertrude. That's what I call mine. Um, Yeah, guys, it's true. Give it a name. (laughs) Give it a name. Be like, Gertrude, cool. And it goes back to that, what's that Elizabeth Gilbert thing where she's like, when she talks to fear, she's like, fear, I get it. You're going to always be here. That's good. I don't know if she said this, but to me, I'm like, fear is great. It means that I'm doing new stuff. It means that I'm growing. It means that I'm putting myself out there. Great. It's always going to be there. But I think the Elizabeth Gilbert thing is it's going to sit in the back seat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm behind the wheel. You can just, like, rattle off back there. Fine. Like, you're going to. But I'm going to turn the music up and drive this car. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I love that. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Christina, I feel like our takeaways from talking with Akshitha are 
Notice how you speak to yourself, Mm -hmm. right? If you have a Gertrude in your head talking to you, (laughs) which, by the way, I just need to justify that name came from this moment in sixth grade when one of my classmates just out of nowhere turned to me and she said, you look like a Gertrude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, with so much tone in her voice. And so, no offense to any Gertrudes out there. Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. why mine is called Gertrude. (laughs) But also, Christina, I loved your point about back-solving, right? Like, figuring out where you need to go. Yeah, I mean, sometimes all you need to know is there is a way through, right? And you don't have to follow that way. You just need to know that there is one. And that's where back-solving can be really useful. Start with the end, work your way backward, prove that there exists a path through. Yeah, and respect your process in getting there, Mm -hmm. right? Like, when do you work best? Do you need accountability? How can you really support yourself in getting there? Absolutely. All really good, actionable steps that anyone can take to get through those moments of overwhelm. I'm taking copious notes over here (laughs) in my head. (laughs) So let's hop over to another listener question that we got over email from Fabi, who is a working professional exploring new interests. So Fabi writes, I found that I have multiple curiosities. We feel you there, Fabi. (laughs) But I can't tackle them all at once. Also feel you there. Therefore, I need to choose and postpone some other projects. How should I choose which project to focus on? And we should also note that Fabi told us that she has a full-time job as a project manager that she actually really likes. She's just feeling drawn to starting a blog or a side business, but she's curious about very different things. In her case, she's interested in sustainability. She's also interested in personal finance, which could certainly live on the same blog, but but likely would be different ventures. So it's not a matter of a total career change at this point, but of knowing that there are only 24 hours in the day and not knowing what to focus on that's leading to Fabi's particular feeling of overwhelm. I mean, this is something that I recognize very deeply. <laughs> and I would say, Fabi, we get you. Here's the thing. When you're trying to decide between two different things, there's no wrong answer, right? Like, you can't screw this one up. (laughs) So really the question is, how can you lower the stakes of trying and, you know, find a way that you could run an experiment to learn a little bit more about each of those projects before you decide which one to invest in and which one to postpone? So for instance, instead of, you know, building an entire blog, maybe you just write a blog post on each of those two topics and publish it on Medium. And on Medium, I don't know if you know this, you can actually pitch a piece, you publish it yourself, and then you can submit it to different collections that have different themes, different audiences. So you don't have to build your own readership. You can actually you know, tap into an existing community for that. And the great thing about that is you'll get to see What sort of reader reaction you get? Do they leave comments? Are people engaging with, you know, your your perspective? Do you have a unique take on that topic? And you'll get a sense of, you know, which one of them might you be more interested in building out before you have to build the brand, build the community, build the audience, all of the complications of launching an entire blog. I love that so much because, you know, again, I think that doing 
as we've talked about, action is such a great antidote to overwhelm. <laughs> overwhelm hates action. Yes. And the paradox is that often a tiny action is enough. It's like David and Goliath, right? Is enough to like totally smack down a big wave of overwhelm. I love that. You know, I would add in, say you are someone who, like Fabi, has multiple interests, but instead of feeling like, I, okay, it's between these two things. Let's say it's between these 10 things, <laughs> right? And you're just like, are oh you my gosh, I don't into know. into my what... head, Kate? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, Christina, you and I see each other <laughs> very clearly. <laughs> but let's say it's like, okay, I'm just going to throw out some things. Let's say you're like, should I shoot my first short film? Should I take a coding class? Should I start a cookbook? <laughs> I'm really just riffing here. <laughs> or let's just take four. Or should I... Take some tap lessons. Oh my gosh, I was about to say dance. I love that you said tap. I mean... <laughs> so this is this exercise I did in a workshop years ago that really stayed with me, where you essentially just write out those four things on a piece of paper. And again, it could be 40 things in no particular order. And then you just take them pair by pair. So between shooting, let's say my first two are shoot a short film, learn to code. Between those two, just those two, you put them up against each other and you go between those two. If I had to try one, if I just had, if there's only, if I could only pick one, let me, what would that be? And then in your second column, you write whatever the winner was out of that pair. And you do that for each pair. So now you have a list of half the number of projects. And you keep whittling it down that way until you get to one. Now, it's really a fun exercise to just like change up the order and see, is there a, is there a winner? And again, this is like, what would I do if I could do one now? Not that I'm not going to be able to get to all of them, but what would I pick now? I mean, this is basically how I choose what to eat off of a menu. So I, I like this uh, approach, and now it's made me hungry. I, too, am hungry, so um, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much, Fabi, for the question. Keep us posted. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. 
the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. So, Christina, at this point, are you feeling more overwhelmed or less overwhelmed by overwhelm? (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably feeling like I've got a good handle on how to deal with it. You know, I I think there's so many of the tactics that we talked about with Akshitha and with Fabi, but the key that we keep coming back to is just taking action, right? That to have the ability to say, I don't know what the answer is to all of this, but I'm going to at least take a first step. Because as you pointed out, overwhelm hates action. So just doing anything will get you closer to kind of getting out of the eye of the storm, if we want to continue our tornado metaphor. And I think, you know, my my favorite approach to all of this is I'll start by, you know, making my list. (laughs) Usually the list is what triggers the overwhelm. And then I will go and block out time on my Google Calendar for everything that's on the list. And it's usually a good first test for how feasible this list is, (laughs) right? Like, does it fit? on the calendar? Or do I need to cut something or lower my expectations or maybe change the timing on one or two of these things? Like if it literally doesn't fit in 24-hour days, we need to go back and reassess. And then there's sort of the second layer, which is, is it doable but only with a minor margin for error, which we all know is not realistic? Or It's doable, but it leaves me with no downtime or recovery time. I don't get to eat healthy or exercise or sleep as much as I need to. I can pull this off by the skin of my teeth, but only just. In those cases, you got to go back and reassess and really think about how can I reprioritize or rejuggle or, you know, as painful as it might be, go back and say, I should have never said yes to this. 
And I'm so sorry, but I need to take it off my plate right now because I'm going on like 15, 20 years of this behavior, (laughs) longer if we count, you know, junior high and high school, that I know I will pull it off by the skin of my teeth and then I will be burnt out, you know? And so you just, you have to know what works for you and be willing to kind of take those action steps up front to prevent these moments of disaster (laughs) instead of accepting that this is how it's always going to be. You know, that reminds me of something that I've been saying to myself a lot lately, which is just because I can doesn't mean that I should. (laughs) Oh, my God. I need that like cross-stitched on my wall. (laughs) I don't know if that's a me original or if I got it from somewhere. So I'll have to get back to you on that. We'll just attribute it to the internet. I'll just put like dash internet. The internet takes credit for so much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What I love about that too, Christina, is it really goes back to the why. Why is this thing on my plate? Is it because it's something that I really want to do? Is it because it's something that I think someone else really wants me to do? Is it because... I was afraid to hurt somebody by saying no, so I said yes. Like, And that's going back to that original idea of overwhelm being this great map because it really asks you to take a look at the choices that you have made. And like you said, if there are things that need to come off of your calendar – You know, there's ways moving forward of saying no sooner, right? Of like more proactively preventing the overwhelm. But I think that's why what's been helpful for me too is this idea of pausing versus letting overwhelm just shut you down. Pausing and really noticing what overwhelm is causing you. And as we've talked about overwhelm, really kind of just being a face of fear, what it's causing you to say to yourself and how are you talking to yourself? And I love what you mentioned to Akshitha about really, you know, being kind to yourself and saying, yeah, I am smart enough. I am strong enough to figure this out. Who knew? And one that I'll say, right, (laughs) who knew? Oh, wait, we did. Yes. You know, but it's like one of the things that I'll say to myself is, I may not know what to do right now, but I will. Yeah. But I will. When the time is right, I will. And I will go so far as to say to myself, I always know mm-hmm. what's right for me. Even if it doesn't feel that way at the time, because I'm in the cloud of overwhelm, <laughs> to really like hold myself in that way allows me to then take action. Right. For sure. You know, you don't have to listen to us. There's an HBR (laughs) article, Harvard Business Review. They've published a wonderful article that we will link to in our show notes that just sort of breaks it down, you know, in probably very similar framework that we just talked through to really help you understand the source of your overwhelm, how you can set those boundaries, how you can kind of challenge those assumptions and take action. Yeah, so that article is great. We'd love to know what resources you guys are finding out there in your journey to overthrow overwhelm. And also, when and how do you feel overwhelmed? How does it show up for you? And what helps you? We would love to know. So hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. We are at TLDNE pod. That's short for podcast. Or you can email us uh, hello at tldnepodcast.com. And if in the subject line you just put tornado or Gertrude. (laughs) We'll know what it's about. Or OW, we'll know what it's about. Great. Well, Christina, I think I'm going to go make a list of all the things that I want to eat for dinner tonight. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, that's that's a lot of choices. It's feeling overwhelming. I know, and thus we soldier Text on. Text me what yeah. you decide, and then I'll just eat that. Oh, wait, so this is all on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's okay. I'll take action. Thai food. Pizza. Italian. Stop. Fade okay. out. <laughs> Thanks so much to our producer, Maya Cole, and to you for tuning in. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts if you like what you heard. It really helps us get the word out to fellow human Venn diagrams. Until next time, remember, the the limit limit does does not exist. exist. (laughs) (laughs) The Limit Does Not Exist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.